Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Sensational. How are you? If I was any better, I would be a Reese's Cup. Okay. That's how good I would be. Just a regular one, or? Well, you know, that we both gave that, like, the highest rating it can possibly be, so I'd probably be that, but... We'll get to Reese's in a second. Okay. So uh, we got a big, big day today. We do big day. We've got the uh, the All Star Game happened for Major League Baseball. Uh, really cool home run derby. Awesome uh, All Star Game. We're going to talk about those things and some things that happened in those because uh, obviously it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, some of the rule changes, like the if it uh, you know ends in a tie, how they were going to finish that. I'd like to know what you think about that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and. Um, yeah, and, and and you know apparently you've got a new blockbuster idea on uh, on something that you may want to give a business plan out for if, uh, if you can't find somebody else to go in with you. Uh, Michael Jackson's Mount Rushmore of Michael Jackson songs. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you right now. I, this is the longest list of. This is my first Adam Schmidt list. That I've had to make. This is the hardest Mount Rushmore we've done. Uh, the, for me to, to pick four of these is yeah. this is as hard as it gets. Okay, um, I've agree. only got one that's for sure. Like there's like it is my absolute favorite Michael Jackson song. Everybody's got that. I think me too. One that every like it. That's my that's my song. Yeah. All right. So before we get to that, there's something even more exciting that we are going to do while we eat our Reese's today. We've got a little throwback for you, ladies and gentlemen. Back in the day, we would uh, on this Nosebleed Sports podcast, we would Adam Schmidt would take walks, summer, spring, fall, and when fun things would happen in beautiful Westwood, uh, which is very eclectic. Not eclectic. That's not the right word. Very, uh, you know different you can run into just about any type of any person that could possibly be thought of in that area and someone called him a cracker thug so now we have walking stories with cracker thug and while we do it adam i think i don't think we've done this reese's yet okay so this week's reese's is just called a snack bar have we done this no Okay, no, because I, I remember something called like a snack something, right? Didn't we do what was like the very first thing we it did? It was the uh, it was the snack cake. Snack cake. Okay, good. Because this, I was looking at, it, I was like, I definitely don't think we've done this. This is more. It's got like um, peanuts and 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 some some rice, you know, crispies on there with a little bit of peanut butter cream or peanut butter dress dr, dr, um, drizzle. drizzle over the top so this is going to be interesting i'm not 100 percent sure what i think about this this might be one of my lowest ratings that this has ever gotten although crispy the crispies with it makes things sound pretty good but there's also peanuts mixed in with it i'm not sure how i'm going to feel about this let me tell you i've had these before really i have not too long ago um, one of these, uh, I'm in between things on a really busy night and I got to stop into a gas station to find dinner. <laughs> this yep. was it. There you go. This was it. I can tell you this. Mm-hmm. I will never eat one of these again. First bite. Oh, first bite. I'll ne- I mean, I'll eat what I have here. Mm-hmm. I'll never eat one of these again. Really? It's the peanuts. 
the peanuts do. I agree with you. I think the peanuts could be out and it could be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. That said, I like a crispy rice and just about anything. Of course, I like a chocolate. Of course, I like a peanut butter. There's so little Reese's peanut butter mm-hmm. that I'm not a fan. Okay. All right. Well, now what's interesting is with a Reese's product, when you're not a fan, it's interesting to see what the score is going to be because something tells me it's still going to be higher than our most regular snacks. It's still good. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I'm going to finish it. Okay. So, let me tell you this. While you're finishing that, while you're thinking about your rating, I'm walking. Okay? Mm-hmm. Walking the other day. I get, you know, mile and a half or so from my house, maybe. And along a main stretch of road through Shiviet. And I'm walking. There's people out. It's a nice day. And these two gentlemen, one might be... I'm so bad at guessing ages. One might be in his late 40s, maybe around 50-ish. Another guy might be in his late 50s, early 60s. So seven or eight years older than you. Seven or eight, (laughs) three, four, five years older than me. I see them walking toward me. I'm walking toward them. We're going to pass. As we get close, and there are other people kind of around just hanging out in front of stores and and walking and that kind of thing, you know, just hanging out, being strung out on drugs and stuff. And <laughs> so stumbling around, but these guys are walking toward me and I, you know, kind of just, you know, you make eye contact a little bit, give a head nod, that mm-hmm. whole thing. Absolutely. I think they fix on, I think they're like, that's the guy or something. Uh-oh. So as we're passing, one of the guys looks at me and goes, can I tell you a story? I'm like, okay, that's weird. Sure. Sure. They stop, turn around. Now, this oh, is... Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. You're walking through Shiviet slash Westwood. Mm-hmm. This is Shiviet. Walking toward almost to the border of Shiviet and Westwood. Okay. And two fellas, can I ask how they, what they, I mean, are they in like uh, 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 Jehovah's Witness, like nice dressed up, or are they in, you know, uh, look like me with basketball shorts and a t-shirt? You know, what, what are we, what are we talking here? Right in between those two things. Just casual, regular dress guys. So you're not intimidated in any way, otherwise you never would have said sure and probably would have crossed the street. I... I'm not in I'm not intimidated. Once they stopped and started talking to me, a couple of things started going through my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll hit on those things in a second. Alright, continue. I'm like, okay, sure. What's this gonna be about? I'm I'm a skeptical person by nature, unfortunately. So they turn and and the one guy goes starts in a Bible story. I mean, we all kind of knew it was coming to that once you heard that, right? Probably. The one guy starts telling me the story. And the other guy is just, you know, looking at me with a smile on his face. I was hoping he was acting it out. The older guy, the older guy is not (laughs) acting it out. 
<laughs> I wish you would have now that you mention it. What Bible story was it? I mean, we were both Catholic boys. We went to 13 years of, of Catholic school. What what Bible story did you get? To be honest, I do not remember. It was something along the lines wow. of the prodigal son, but it wasn't that one. Okay. It was kind of a similar mm-hmm. story to that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly the details. And so I turn and face the direction that they were walking to because we kind of like passed each other and then turned and looked. This is in the evening. The sun is going down. The sun is directly into my eyes as I'm looking at them now. Oh, that's rough. So I was okay. walking with the sun to my back. I have to turn around to talk to them now mm-hmm. directly in my eyes. There, so there are we're in front of these storefronts that have a little like that have like a little nook to go in toward where the door is. There's like, yep, display uh, right glass. there. Yeah, right there on Harrison Avenue. Or on Harrison Avenue, yes, close to North Bend, exactly. So um, I kind of find a little sliver of shade to step into that I can still talk to these guys and not have the sun directly in my eyes. But that, for some reason, gets harder and harder. I don't know if the sun's going, like, diagonal, I think. Yeah, the sun does move. So, um, Or does the earth move? I I think the earth moves. The sun stays where it's at. Or is it our minds that move? The real questions are the questions that we have inside the questions. <laughs> you win. Uh, <laughs> I was ready to continue if you wanted to. <laughs> I kind of wanted to. That was really good. Um, so this guy tells me the story, and then they want it. They're like, "So, what do you think that means? What do you think the the moral of that story is, or whatever, however you phrased it?" Spread the good news. Spread the, the answer to every always, religion yeah, question. Every yeah. question. So I. As he's telling me this story, now all the things are are running through my mind. Mm-hmm. These are going to be bad things. I'll go ahead and say them. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. One is, are they setting me up to rob me or something like that? Okay. Right? Are they distracting me so somebody else can, can mm-hmm. come and do something to me? Another thing is, I, I'm looking at these two guys. Is this a gay couple? Are they trying to make me part of the party? Yeah, so that's not the way that gay pe- most gay people I feel would make the end though with a with a story from <clears throat> yeah. the Bible. I, I don't know. Sure, yeah. Um, I don't think I've been in that situation, but for I mean, some reason that was one of a few things that were just just started cycling through my yeah, mind. I got quite a few people, quite a few uh, people that I know and and uh, are close to that play for uh, the other team, and I'm pretty sure that there's no or is it the same team? Well, they don't play for the same team I play for. Well, okay. If it, they in relation the to you, team. yeah, I, yeah. So, so I mean, some people play for both of our teams. Some people play for they, both. They, teams. they they'll sub back and forth. You know sure. what I mean? If somebody needs an extra player. They're like, "What's up, man? Mm-hmm. I'm in. Let's go." Super sub. Yeah. Yep. Super sub. So, the, all these things are going through my mind. Are these guys going to do something to me? And then, so I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to then stop doing that and open my mind up a little bit. Okay. Maybe this is some kind of sign. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to pay attention here. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of paying attention. But at, while this guy's talking to me, and the these sun, guys are both talking to me about, sun, about God, the, sun. the sun's getting me. We're right in front of a storefront that these people keep walking. I think maybe the owners or something keep walking out of. And I have to have a conversation with God while a guy stands six inches behind me just because he's coming out to look around or smoke or whatever he's whatever doing. Whatever he's doing, sure. And... They keep coming out. I don't, I, I'm sure, I'm guessing they were coming out to see what's going what on. we were doing. Yeah. And then once they heard what we were talking about, 
they went back in like you gotta check this out yeah, these, somebody else go outside these they got jesus the, freaks we're talking about <laughs> they totally cornered this guy right in front of our place so anyway i do my best to and then you know it's a busy street so there's horns there's loud cars there's all kind there's always junk cars and cars with you know con, uh, loud music contest and that kind of stuff so all this stuff is going on and i'm trying to focus enough to give these guys what they're looking for. And also a little bit of me is like, all right, maybe you should, maybe you should pay attention to this or whatever. And, uh, and, and part of me also is like, this is going to be a good story. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, we talk back and forth. Uh, they, they kind of, I think the guys told me another story after that. Cause I'm probably the only guy that, uh, they, would engage with them i'm guessing if they're if they're stopping people on the street <clears throat> and i asked them a question at one point i said where are you guys from are you guys affiliated with the church around here or whatever and they said no we're, we're with the church on over like kind of on the east side or something like mm. that okay so i'm like this is a, a, a weekday middle of the week um you know, they're, they just chose Shiviet and Westwood to walk, to walk around in the evening and spread the good news. Maybe, um, not in a neighborhood, but on a street with businesses. Yeah. I mean, there's neighborhood all around it too, but, but there it's, it seemed like a strange place to, there he is right there. Um, so, uh, we have, this is going to be the, one of the best moments in nosebleeds history. Got him. Got him. The fly is dead. I was going to try to name it. I was thinking we would name it. Go ahead. We can do a uh, rest well, in peace, or what do we call it? Uh, <laughs> what's our dearly departed? Dearly departed to. Uh, I mean, that looks disgusting now. <laughs> Philip, Philip the fly. Philip the fly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Philip with an F. Um, uh, fly with a PH. Fly with a PH. I talked to these guys for a little bit. They they eventually say, um, you know, is this uh, could we could we connect again? Could we could we get back together at some point and talk again and and maybe talk a little bit more about this kind of thing? Yeah. And uh, I'm like, well, I, and I so I gave this same answer to the I remember to the yeah. Mormons that mm-hmm. came to my house a few weeks before. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm pretty good with where I'm at now, but. This, you know, I, I'm kind of off and on with my relationship with God. I'm hot and cold. I'm, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm in, sometimes I'm out. I said, but this right here, this, this really sparks an interest to, that I really need to, you know, this, this really Great lights job, a fire man. under me that That's makes so- me think that I got to. I got to reach back out and, and get in touch with my relationship. What with a God great liar you are. So, uh, I, I guess that sufficed for them. So it. I was like, uh, you know, we kind of uh, said goodbye. Quick, Did you dap quick, it up, shake hands, quick, quick knuckle, little, quick little kiss, kiss on, the, on cheek. the cheek, quick, quick little kiss for the one guy, a little peck on the mouth with the other guy, mm. and um, so lucky. And then, so like, quick kiss on the cheek, one guy, quick peck on the mouth, and then they turned, quick peck on the mouth for them, to, and then the two of them went on, and I went on to the uh, rest of my walk. And I'm thinking, as I'm walking back. As I'm walking back toward my home after a while, yeah. I'm like, I mean, what do I do? I have, I'm starting to plan out in my mind. How do I handle if I pass these guys again, if they're still out walking? Uh, 
Luckily, I didn't have to deal with uh, that. At that point in time, you've already taken the brunt. It's just a hello. Sure. It's just, a, I mean, maybe sure. another peck on the cheek or hey, something. Fellas, but yeah. God, God, right? Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. One more kiss? All right, let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that's easy. You've taken the brunt of what they had to deliver. I guess so. From there on out, it's breezy, easy, lemon Maybe squeezy. we would have dapped it up at that point. It would be yeah. like, yeah, hey, what's up, fellas? Daps and hugs. Um. They didn't look like they were dap guys, but I can tell now. Anyway, uh, it was an interesting. It was an interesting experience. Nice. So you've got the Mormon experience. You now have a some sign of Christianity experience. I assume mm-hmm. uh, you're really kicking it out, man. Good for you. Hey, man. I um, love talking to salespeople that come by or or <laughs> religion people that come up, especially because I f- feel like I remember a lot of the religion stories and like I'm. I love to get involved in those. Like, yeah, yeah, and then such and such, right, right, right. And they're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got you, dog. I've been, I learned all this stuff. I'm yeah. good. I'm I good. asked the, I asked the Mormon guys, how's Johnny Smith? Yeah, how's he doing? I don't know who John Smith is, but I think that's the creator of the Mormon religion. I think that's his name. Oh, like also John Smith. Guy, yeah, I was gonna say like John Smith that like founded the, the United States or. I called, him, or something. I called him the Pocahontas guy, but yeah. That's how I would say it, but you got to it first, so founded, I had to make it sound founded like... The United founded States, yeah. the United the States, yeah. The Pocahontas guy that founded the United States, yeah. right. John's I mean, it's not, you know, it's not Christopher Columbus, because he was looking for India, and apparently he's a really bad person, so... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, anyhow, that's my walking story. Your rating for Reese's Snack... Uh, 5.1. Five one snack bars, not snack cakes. Snack, snack bars. bars, very different thing. Very different, and not nearly as good. Five one, five one, maybe I'm, even a four eight. Oof, oof. How about you? I'm gonna go with a. I want to go with a six. All right, yeah. yeah. This still sucks, the, but the, the worst. I mean, on the Reese's thing, scale, but, that's still terrible. But sure, sure. But I would. I, I and like I went into a gas station, looked at everything on the shelf. Similar to that, and that's what I chose over everything else one night for dinner. There you go. Good for you. I don't know how you came up with that randomness, but good (laughs) for you. I mean, it's that or like Kind Bars and Gatorade Energy Bars and whatever. I'm looking at my phone, and I've got some some bars, you know, on the old old Wi-Fi. I have no cellular bars at all. Huh? I don't think that's ever happened in my house. How about it? All right, Adam. We're going to move on here to. Uh, you want to go? We're going to go to the All Star Game, the the Major League Baseball All Star Game. Do we want to talk about the Home Run Derby first? It was first. Let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, obviously, um, J Rod is the talk of the town. He did not win it. Juan Soto got his revenge on on uh, on the Polar Bear. Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso in the finals, and Pete Alonso did not look happy. No, he's a serious. He is serious about this home run derby. It is insane. All how. those, all those shots of him in the in the clubhouse staring at his bat. And yeah, my wife's watching. She's like, "What is wrong with him?" It's everybody else is having fun. I wondered if he was doing that for dramatic effect. But I, seeing that dude, I I don't think so, man. But seems it, pretty competitive. You know it. why he struggled? His pitcher was terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. First of all, he was like 87 years old. Yeah, right? but that's the guy who's thrown to him at the last two, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't he know. He could not throw a strike. He couldn't throw a ball anywhere consistent. It's consistency. You get that same swing. And they didn't. Like the dude that threw to Julio Rodriguez, that uh, the, the son of somebody who owns a 
baseball clinic in Dominican or whatever, wherever he's from. You mean the guy that didn't step when he threw? I love that. <laughs> I love that. It was so short. He knows it was his, just like he knows shoot, he shoot. knows his move and he, he he knows exactly where he's at. Did not need to step and he reach in and he always had three balls in his offhand. Always, as soon as he picked the ball up, he reached over. He never finished all the balls and then reached in. He was just constant. I loved it. It was awesome. And if if Rodriguez doesn't doesn't tire out, he wins that thing. The first guy to ever hit thirty or more home runs in two rounds. That's and, insane. And, and I mean, and he it. started it off, which was really cool. It was like, holy cow, we're starting off with a bang here. This dude could not miss, and then. Seeger comes up and it's like, oh, sorry, bud, that ain't happening for you, brother. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was that was fun. Albert Pujols hits like thirteen. Kyle Schwarber is like basically going to walk into the next round, and everybody mobs Albert Pujols during his break time that he gets in between his last thirty seconds because he can't hit a ball four forty anymore. And and Kyle Schwarber has to go after that, and you, you could see him at one point. He's something like, "How do I? How do, do I let him win? Or like, what do I do here?" And then he hits thirteen, and it goes to a, a swing off, and Pujols wins. It seemed to me like Schwarber slowed down a little bit. Like he, maybe, I mean, he. I don't know that last that last home run. He was. They threw those last two pitches quick. He was trying to get that last one. They threw the last two pitches quick because he he was trying to get that last one out. But yeah, I mean. It, Everybody, it seemed like they figured out, all right, this isn't, I know it's timed, but we've got a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Methodical, slow, let's make every pitch count. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you know, it really is. It has a lot to do with your pitcher. It it really is. It doesn't seem like it would be very hard to throw batting practice during a home run derby, but apparently it's not as easy as it looks. Dude, everybody's around. You got all these eyes on you. You're not a professional player that has these eyes on you all the time. Mm -hmm. You're just a coach. Yeah. And you're you get up there and you, you know, when it comes down to it, you just got to lock in. And I like that there's a glove though. I like that you're throwing to a catcher. That is so much better than I had to do yeah. throw batting practice to a kid when we were in Maryland. For not batting practice, but home run derby. You get to pick one kid. And I don't know if I told the story or not. Mm-hmm. Forty five seconds didn't hit any bombs, but if you have a catcher, you got something you're looking at, and you can throw pegs right at that catcher's mitt. Right. If I don't have that, that makes it it's difficult because I don't have the I don't have the speed. I don't have. There's a lot of stuff you don't have in that case, and you're you're placing to a spot that you can't see. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think it would be easy once you get in a groove. It does seem like a rhythm unless you're thing. 70 years old. <laughs> I was rooting so hard for Pujols, man. I, if Soto didn't, I picked Soto. If he didn't, if he got eliminated, I wanted so badly for Pujols to mm-hmm. win it. Um, but it, it was uh, – And that was – you know, so Soto. you won. You won the Home Run Derby Challenge. I picked Pete Alonzo. We both had the finalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you picked Juan Soto even right after I got done talking about how much I love Juan Soto and this and everything else. Was it – Julio Rodriguez was in the finals, wasn't he? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. He beat – Rodriguez beat Pete Alonzo. Pete, yeah, I, yeah. I apologize. It was Rodriguez and Soto. And I know that because Julio Rodriguez is a rookie for Seattle this year – his salary is $700,000. $750,000, the league minimum. If he would have won the home run derby, he would have got a million? $1 million. But he apparently got $750,000 to come in second. Did he really? Yes. He made his he made his annual salary in one night. In one night. Good for him. Now he's a millionaire. He is officially 
I'm pretty sure he was a millionaire. I'm sure he signed a bonus that might have been. Maybe. I'm sure his uh, not not. I'm I'm That's saying true. like your uh, signing bonus. That's the way. All those young players, they don't, they make like twenty five thousand dollars or something like that a year in in the minors. But they, it's how much was your signing bonus when you, when you first get drafted? Yeah. And speaking of getting drafted, we'll talk quickly uh, in a little bit here about that because the Major League Baseball draft was a couple of days, the last couple of days, two two three days ago, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, and uh, it's always r- the most fun thing for me. I don't. I, I'll be honest, I didn't even know the draft was the day it was. And then it started, and I got some alerts, and I saw, you know, first couple guys got picked. I'm like, yep, apparently the draft is today, right right around uh, all-star time. Uh, anyway, we'll get into that because my favorite part is to see whose sons have been drafted. Always makes me feel old. Um, and But the all-star game. So home run derby's over Monday night, Tuesday night. It's the big game. Okay. Um, the coolest part for you, I think we let's just talk about it. All right. Let's just do it. The mic'd up thing. My dad calls me and goes, are you watching the game? Are you watching this Manoa inning? And I said, or is that how you say his name? I think so. And I said, I said, I haven't, I haven't watched it. I'm recording it. I was going to turn it back on later because I was doing something else. So as I go to bed, I turn it on and, and that inning comes up and that is one of the coolest things that I've ever, I mean, he's a, like, it, it helps if you get somebody that's a talker, right? Because you get a lot of these pitchers that aren't that way. This guy is, oh, there's the heater. Oh, got him with it. Like, he is, he was playing up to the mic'd up thing a lot. He was playing up to it. And uh, I liked, I, I liked that. This is fun. This is exhibition. This is not a game that matters. I want you to remember that before we continue this. Because I got a feeling you're not going to be the most stoked about it all. I did fall asleep after like the fifth inning or something, so I didn't see. I know they did it quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Judge's mic went out, which really sucked because I would have loved to have that Stanton Judge banter going back and forth. Which apparently in the outfield they play rock paper scissors with each other all the time, which was kind of cool. He's like, "What do you guys do out there?" And he's like, "Well, we'll do charades or rock paper scissors." Or I was like, oh. "And they both laugh like they really, they really do." Yeah, that that was fun. I think the. F- the coolest part to me was having two guys at the same time who could also hear each other. Yes. Um, and I, I, I am, I was, I am on the fence about the pitchers doing that. What? Tell me why. It is, it is an exhibition. I totally get that. It's still, you're still trying to, you're not lobbing pitches up there. You're not giving guys stuff to hit just, just to see how far they can hit it and stuff. You're still trying to, especially in a three, two game, which is what it ended up or a close game. You're still trying to get outs. You're still trying to win. Guys are trying to hit the ball. Yeah, you could tell he wanted like on the mound with the sure. way he was talking. He, he was up there to compete. There was no giving in involved. Sure. But I, no pitcher would agree to do probably very few pitchers would agree to do that in a regular game. Of course not. That's totally different. It's different because you're not just going out there for one inning, right? And if you you're out there competing, but if you screw up or something happens, eh, I mean it's not the end of the world, sure. right? You didn't lose anything. That doesn't mean that you're not out there competing. Now, if you're competing for something like a World Series or a playoff game or a regular season game that you know each win means something, mm-hmm. okay, I don't have time for this. Somebody could be have a have a something looking in a dugout. I'm not talking about one. There, we were. This is game time. This is game time. Serious. That is 
still game time, but the seriousness is 100% not there. That is a competitive me versus you um, in a fun me versus you mm-hmm. exhibition game. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm not so against it that I'm like, I would argue to the death against it, but um, that it, it's still just a weird thing. Just the pitchers themselves. Now, one of the coolest things to me was, I think it was Nestor Cortez for the Yankees, and I can't remember who was catching at the time. It was later in the game. He, the pitcher and catcher were both mic'd up, and uh, that see, was the cool part. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're – because I, did, I didn't see Minot's inning. Um, oh, Minot was having a blast. Dude. I heard – Minot was like – he's like, he's like, let's see. And he was – and his catcher was catching. So his normal catcher. So he's like, let's see if I can't remember what the guy's oh, name Alejandro is. Alejandro Kirk. Kirk. That's it. See if Kirky. See if Kirky agrees. I'm. I'm thinking slider back foot. Back foot slider. Let's see if he agrees. And then he hits the guy on his front foot, and he goes, Ah, it was a front foot slider. My bad. My bad. He starts getting upset, and he strikes the side out. Right. He's like, because they were like, What are you gonna? You gonna? What, what would it be like to strike the side? And he goes, Oh, I think I'm going back foot slider. Strike the side out right here. And he throws it, and he hits the guy in the front foot. And uh, so then. Next time he gets a, a chance to strike the next guy out, they're like, what do you think? What do you think? He goes, what do you think, Smolty? And he – or John, he said, what do you think, John? And John – and Smolty is like, I think you need to go back to the slider. And he goes, ah, you know what? Because he's a competitor, he knew his slider wasn't doing what he wanted it to do. He said, I think I'm going to go heater up and in. He's seen a lot of movement here. I'm going to go to straight one up and in see what happens. And he fouled the next two off and then struck him out with a heater or something. I'm glad you mentioned Smoltz. I and by the way, I love John Smoltz, but um, I think that's the biggest problem I have with it. Even in the All Star Game, is the booth talking to those guys and asking questions while they're on the mound. I would love to hear those guys mic'd up, and and it's, even if it's the even if it's the pitcher and catcher mic'd up and everything, which might be the future for them anyway. That we might not get to hear it, but they already have the pitch cast or whatever it is. That's buttons on your sleeve right now yep. or whatever. That you know, Nestor Cortez was just putting his his glove up to his face every time and saying, "All right, yeah, we doing this or whatever." Mm-hmm. And he, they would still throw down signs, but um, and you know, he would he would shake and and but they were still kind of communicating, and he would just put his glove up so they couldn't see what he was saying. Um, so that might happen anyway at some point. But I would be great hearing them mic'd up, but to be asked questions while you're on the mound and you're and you're trying to communicate and thinking about the next pitch and that kind of thing i think that's the that's the biggest part of it that i'm like ah, i don't know man it's just still i like uh, i like it i like it i the, like it it's awkward still i'll tell you it's awkward cuz mm-hmm. it's i don't know if it's them not being able to hear them completely or if there are just times where they're like i'm not ans- i'm not we're not talking right now in mm-hmm. this exact moment because that's because of the fact that i need to concentrate a little more mm-hmm. but there was a lot of that where they would ask something and there would be nothing there. And then they would just kind of try to keep talking and, and it would be a little awkward. Right. So yeah. I'm, I like it, man. I love it. And games like that. I, I mean, I love the mic'd up thing. And then they go to commercial and you hear all the guys talking and all that. That's the coolest thing in the world. They do that. Uh, the big East does it with the coaches one game where the, the announcers barely, they have announcers there, but they might say a hundred words total in an entire basketball game and it's you're just constantly listening to the two coaches yelling at their team and inside the huddles literally every single second of the huddle and what they're saying and in the halftime them talking to them at halftime it's that that I love that that's awesome let me ask you this here's an idea 
and this may have already been talked about. I'm sure people have already had this idea and it probably wouldn't work in the long run. But I feel like if there was like a subscription service that I could pay a monthly thing, just like Netflix or anything else you pay a subscription service for, mm -hmm. but is like an audio production company that mics up either all of the players or certain players that they just signed contracts with right? Um, that agree to be mic'd up for an entire, for either specific games or for all of the games or whatever, but have a mic on the whole time. You can pay a subscription service and you can hear, hear them throughout the game. Every single thing they say throughout the game, the broadcast, nobody else is talking to them. You can just hear what they're so saying. So when you pay, are you just paying for one person or are you paying for the team and you can like click back and forth between the players on your computer or on your app or something? I think you're just paying for the service period and then whatever, whichever players and games are available at that time, that's what you, and then you can pick. So yeah, like, you let's can say decide you pick, who you let's say you pick the Reds and uh, the Reds have eight guys that are mic'd up. So and you can pick. I want. So I, you do get to pick the person that you're that yeah, you're listening to. It's I think not, so. I mean, baseball is tough because it's baseball. Depending on, I mean, if you, I don't know. I think I would want to pick a starting pitcher that's not pitching. That's who I would sure. want. I would want to. I would want a pitcher sitting in the dugout, uh -huh. just talking about pitching or just talking about whatever. Yeah, that's what I would cho choose on that. Yeah. But it would be so fun to listen to a catcher all game long, or you know, a, a mm -hmm. you know, a second baseman or a shortstop or something. Every yep. time somebody passes Constant second talking. base, they're yeah. The the problem with that is there's signs and there's things they're communicating with with other players that you know. Here we go with the Astros stuff again. Who says that somebody in the other team's dugout's not just sitting on an app, you know, relaying sure. information consistently? Mm -hmm. Yep, very well could be. Um, but just a fun thought. I think that I think I would I would pay to hit listen to that because I love 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 sure. when people are mic'd up. I and love they, the mic'd up stuff, man. And they have and they have when they mic people up. Usually coaches and stuff like you see it in the NBA coaches. I, they're mic'd up the entire time, but they have to you, choose little snippets. You just get the little ones, yeah. And that's the thing. Like I think that's maybe one of the bigger things that would be hard too is have, is getting players to agree to that because i'm sure there's a lot of things said in dugouts and Absolutely. clubhouses on benches yep that, i mean you can hear it just when they did it when they talked to max freed and um mm -hmm. garrett cole at the same time yep max freed is standing there and he goes oh sorry clayton hey i'm, I'm mic'd up and clayton comes up and stands right next to him but it was like hey bro like hey just throwing it out there real quick hey look hey sorry Mic'd up. Careful what you say, yep. honey. Careful what you say. I'm talking right now. Yep. You know what I mean? You know, I don't, 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 don't pull out. Hey, the blonde three rows back's been eyeing you all day. You want me to get somebody over there to get her or whatever? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what though? Maybe that would um, curb some of the, some of the, I don't know, some of the macho talk that isn't necessarily needed in 2022 and. In dugouts and clubhouses and on benches and stuff. The, the I mean, locker room talk. The locker room talk. I mean, could could that help phase some of that stuff out? Because everybody's always like, "All right, everybody's mic'd up. Who's gonna now? I can't talk how I really want to talk. If that's how you really want to talk, and you don't want people to hear that, 
should you be talking that way? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's just another. I don't know that there. I don't know that I would. I think I would. I would still say all the things that I would regularly say. Maybe. And I would just not. You know, sometimes you just got to come out and go, look, man, hey. And and those are the kind of guys that would get paid to be mic'd up. Would get paid to be mic'd up. (laughs) One hundred percent. And and those are the because those are the guys that everybody's going to want to listen to. Yep. Because they're like, what is this goofball? Can you imagine Kevin Garnett being mic'd up and you'd be able to hear everything he says? You'd have to pay a special rated R explicit language to have that NC seventeen or uh, something. Way if they're one, it would. I mean, it'd be dang near X rated for what you could understand. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. I uh, love Kevin Garnett, but when you hear that dude run, screaming and yelling and uh, doing all that stuff when he would play, dude, I had no – like, he – they won – when Boston won that title and Bill – he went over to Bill Russell and all that stuff, he would – they – it was constantly bleeped out. Like, it was just silence for most of the time they were uh, – they had a they had a camera around him because they had to bleep everything he was saying out. He's the Samuel L. Jackson of sports. Absolutely, he is. Uh, anyway, I just thought that would be a fun start a production company or something. And I don't even know how, I guess you would have to partner with whoever's you got televising sure. the games. Well, would it be, and with major league baseball, I'm sure major league baseball is going to want to cut probably. And, and I would want to do it in every sport, uh, or, or whatever the most popular sports are. Cause you're going to want to make money. You don't want to do it for, I mean, I don't know how, why not do it? Why I, you'd be surprised. I mean, but if you're doing it for the most, for the unpopular sports, let's say you do it for tennis. That's the thing. Yeah. Let's say you do it for tennis. You're only getting four people. Yeah. And though, and people would more people than you think would pay to have that. I'd pay to listen to Serena Williams all day. Sure. Uh, I don't know the whole rant with I'm a I'm a mother because the guy, the guy made a bad call and she's like accusing him of saying that of saying that she's lying and I'm a mother. I have a child of a daughter. Remember that? No, that I was, do not remember. Oh I didn't God. hear anything about that. It was like shortly so after So you done with back. Serena now? No, it was just like a like kind of an annoying like it was just a she was a newish mom and like the first time she had a disagreement with a line judge or whatever she she feels like you know she she disagreed so she's like feeling accused that he's saying she's not telling the truth and her first thing was i'm a mother i have a daughter <laughs> that was her that was her argument i would have just said we know i don't even know how to oh, respond for to god's that god's sake my okay. mom used to lie do do you tell your daughter there's a there's a there's a there's a old big old man in a red suit with a white beard Every guess what parent lies you're lying like a son of a gun <laughs> yeah yeah, you kind of gotta. Yeah, sometimes. Ew, Pete. Um. Anyway, I don't know. I just that was kind of a fun thought. I like it. Just, I think I it wish it work. was available. I don't have to do it. Somebody right. else with a lot of knowledge about that stuff. Dude, go partner up with somebody. It's Get your it idea. Done. The idea is worth the uh, the idea is worth half. I don't know about that. I, I like I said. I'm sure that's not a new idea. I'm sure that idea has been had by many people. If anybody's sure tried people to take that it, Mike, everybody up have probably thought of something like that. Maybe. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, NASCAR does something kind of like that. NASCAR already does where you can pay a service and you can listen to that driver on his headset talking to his crew oh. the entire race. There you go. And you can go, they sell headsets at the NASCAR races and you can switch back and forth between drivers while you're in and, and wow. listen to them while they're driving around. I did not know that. Yep. That's 
But there you go. That's basically it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See? Already done. Gotcha, bum. Done. All right. So, anyway. But like we said, uh, you know, maybe some popular sports. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'd be really, I mean, you know, we have our favorite baseball and basketball players, so it would be fun. It would be fun to listen to Joe Burrow. Joey Votto. Joe Burrow. Yeah, sure. yeah. Fun to listen to. Oh, my God. Could you imagine Brandon Phillips? Yeah. Mic'd up in an entire game would be yep. so much fun. Every time the Reds were on a nationally televised game, he was the guy they mic'd Always. up. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So the All-Star game was, uh, to be honest, it was 3-2. I'm sick of the American League. They won again for the 8,000th time in a row. Is it nine in a row now? Eight or nine in a row? I don't know. 15 out of 16 or something yeah. crazy. Um, but the mic'd up thing was the big story. That was fun. A little bit on the fence still about the pitchers, but I love that two guys could hear each other and talk at the same time on the team, especially when it was the pitcher and catcher. And uh, I, I must have fun. fell asleep for that because I did not see that part. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, uh, Nestor Cortez, the guy that that has the looks like he sh- should be playing in the '80s, has the mustache yep. for the Yankees, yep. and he's one of the guys we talked about last week. He does the. This four leg kicks and yeah. turns and twists and yeah. I mean he's switching it up. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, they were talking. No to, in ball, fact, Aaron Judge and uh, Aaron Judge and and Mike Stanton were talking about that out there. They're like, you know, what are you guys doing? We're trying to, you know, and they were like something at some point in time. They're they're like, you know, we're trying to get an advantage, trying to check and see what's going on. And then every once in a while, you get Nesty out there or whatever they call him, and he's like, you don't know if he's going to do a quick slide step or spin all the way around or kick a, <laughs> kick the first baseman in his face. I don't think he said kick the first baseman in his face, but he did say the other stuff. That would have been funnier if he said that. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, anything else about the All-Star game? Did you did you take anything else away from it? Not, not, not necessarily, no. I don't think yeah. so. Well, it was the uh... – advertised uh the biggest advertiser of the all-star game was a uh, bedroom furniture uh company maybe was I, it? I don't know i watch it on hulu and when the commercials come on i go away that was just uh was that a, jo- a joke i think you were putting together bedroom furniture oh i was putting together bedroom furniture but that was there i i was screwed up i was putting the bedroom furniture together during the home run derby oh, oh, oh okay that's right that's uh right, that's the right. all-star game i don't know what i was doing on the all-star game Oh, I was having dinner over at my mother-in-law's house. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, one more baseball thing. All right, let's I just do it. Have, we didn't even talk about this beforehand in our pre-show meeting, uh, but I did mention I really wanted to to just take a quick look at this list of players who were just drafted in the draft this year and the Major League Baseball draft who are sons of former players. The very first overall pick is Jackson Holiday, Matt Holiday's boy, son Such of Matt Holiday, who had an incredible career, yeah, um, and didn't retire very long ago. Yeah, three years, four years ago, four years ago. The second overall pick was Drew Jones, son of Andrew Jones. You think he's Andrew? You think it's Andrew Jones? You think he's Probably. just like another Andrew, and they just call him Drew? Probably. Yep, it's spelled the same. D R U W is right. how he spells it. Um, all right, you had a uh, you had a bunch of guys that have like fathers that were that were NFL players. Um, I'm not even gonna say those guys because I just want to talk about the guys guys that had dads that played a bunch of years in the minors. Um, guys with with dads and uncles and everybody who have been coaches professionally. 
another guy there that grandfather guys who grandfathers play. Grandfather. Well, that's like Yastrzemski. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This Donald Hughes kid, his grandfather played three minor league seasons. Why is he on this list? Um, Where's the NFL guys at? I want to hear the NFL guys that have kids that got drafted. Yeah, I I did because the NFL guys are going. Listen, we're in a salary cap sport. We've got fifty some people on a roster, which means there's not a lot of cash to go around. Go play baseball. That's what they told their kids. Go play baseball. Yeah, Kumar Rocker is a right-handed pitcher. By John? the way, it is that says John Rocker's kid. I was hoping so. Uh, it's not. His dad is Tracy Rocker, who played in the NFL. Would you, uh, if you're John Rocker's kid, I feel like you. I feel like that's an uphill battle, bub. I feel like you've got an uphill battle. I think so too. Except, you know, you shouldn't be held to your father's stupidity. But that's still no. I mean, it's an uphill battle. It is what it is, man. You're you have a relationship with someone who's a crazy person. And that's and and made a lot of people upset in the game. It's sorry, it's just how it works, man. Yeah, but also a guy who was a really good pitcher for a short time and who made it to the major leagues, and mm-hmm. you know it, the bloodlines are are always. That's why this is fun because yep. it's fun to see that you know, uh, uh, Trey Griffey is you know yeah. I don't know I don't know where he is now, but. Um, he was drafted, I thought. How about how about uh, Ken Griffey Jr. is becoming like every time you see him, he's behind a camera. He must be infatuated with camera, camera work. He's always got a big camera. Like during the home run derby, he was taking a ton of pictures with his camera. Yeah. I've seen him at multiple games where he's running like the the video, you know, the big giant cameras that they film the game win with and stuff. And I've seen him doing stuff like that a lot. I think it, I think the camera work is big on him and. He gave out the trophy. Did you see that he gave out the trophy to the winner? You didn't even know, did you? Oh, the Home Run Derby winner? Yeah. Did you see him? Did you see him give the trophy out to the Home Run Derby winner? Mm, he was the not. He was the one who handed it out. And they're like, and Griffey's going to come out and hand it. And he was out, handed it, turned around, walked away. Like, man, I got no, man, this ain't me. Griffey is a big, like, ah, man, this ain't about me. It's about these guys here. And he walks that thing out, hands it to Soto, turns around and walks away. That was huh. it. He was, they didn't even have enough time to say that he was coming out there to do it. They didn't know microphone, no nothing. Just hand it off and go. I'll tell you who the opposite of that is. David Ortiz. No, oh, yeah. That guy. David Ortiz is going to talk. That David guy Ortiz. likes to yes. talk. Did you see the, the, the inning when he was just going from guy to guy and spending like two, two or three seconds with each guy and and I think it was the American League clubhouse. No. Just like skipping around. Oh man, I got to find that and send it to you. It was pretty funny cuz he was like quick. He was like he would be like uh uh how would you how would you get me out? And uh and the guy would be like uh, uh I don't know. I maybe come high and tight to you at first and then I'd maybe try to throw and then he didn't really do ah, I take you deep and then run away and, <laughs> and then run away and get in somebody else's face and put a microphone in and like you know uh, oh, did you did you uh, fly private <laughs> of course you did or something like that and run away and, yeah he was really he was pretty good that was uh, a fun got, little quick man thing. I wish I wouldn't have fallen asleep I sounded like there was a lot of really good parts that I missed yeah um, Justin Crawford Carl Crawford's nice. Son. All right, yeah. Carl Crawford's Long boy. Long time, Ray. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, okay. Cam Collier, who was the number eighteen overall pick, first uh, first round pick for the Reds, 
His uh, father, Lou Collier, played eight Major League Baseball seasons and is a Royals scout. There you go. Uh, you have um, ah, this kid who, whose brother played six seasons in the <laughs> in the league, and I don't know his name. Like, I don't – I've never heard of that guy. It's more fun when it's like Bo Bichette or yeah. you know, Dante Bichette's kid. Guys or, you're familiar with. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dayton Moore um, – is the Royals president of baseball operations. His son got drafted. Hmm. Uh, I wonder why. Oh, 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 wait a minute. No, I thought that was, okay. No, I thought that was somebody else. Anyway, this isn't going well, but I, uh, <laughs> I should have been more prepared for this. Um, I'm excited. I like it. I just, I just love finding these. Just random people who have kids oh, 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 or have oh. people in there. Here we go. What do we got? Mason McGuire. Oh, Mark's boy, huh? Mark's boy. That's cool. Mark's boy. See, now drafted. that's one that in that that pulls the peaks the interest. That's it. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Phil Nevin's son. Oh, there you go. That's another good one. Um, let's see. You have Did Jim uh, Larratt's boy get in there yet? I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> I just made that up. Oh, okay, <laughs> I got you. Um, I was watching the captain. Uh, after the home run derby for a little bit, and one of the very first things is oh, Jim yeah. Larratt's missing a ball in left field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Sean Markham, who was a pitcher for nine yeah. seasons, his uh, nephew. How about Marquise Grissom's son? Really? Marquise? Mm-hmm. That's yep. cool. Marquise Jr. He's a pitcher. Pitcher from Georgia Tech. Wow. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I, I let's see another guy. Let's see, John. Remember John Jaha? Yeah, maybe it was pronounced differently. His That's how I always said son. it. Son, nice. he played ten seasons. You have uh, oh, Eric Karos. Eric Karos's kid. Yeah, nice. Jared. Does he play first? He is a pitcher. Ah, also a right-handed pitcher. Yeah. They all made their kids pitchers because they know that's where the money's at. That's right. Uh, oh, I thought that was gonna be. Sad. Yeah, okay, that's about it. That's about it. Um, maybe not as exciting as I thought. But, you know, Mark McGuire's son, Marquise Grissom's son. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's it. That's all I've got. we got to get into because this Mount Rushmore, Chris. This Mount Rushmore might take a while. <laughs> because Michael Jackson is maybe the greatest He's the king of pop. music artist. He's the king of pop. Um one of the greatest certainly of all time i don't know if i've ever met anyone who has said i don't like michael jackson's music oh i'm i can honestly say i've never heard someone say i don't like michael jackson he's he's got a song for every, anyone and everyone i, I was, mean i was thinking about that while i was listening to a bunch of the songs he he's he does rock he does pop he does like soul he does it's it's uh, funky it's a little jazzy yeah. some of his stuff i mean he really covers almost all genres um he he's done he's done duets with several different people absolutely um does that fly back in here again I'm just kidding. yeah no i know <laughs> um so anyway uh yeah mike is is one of the greatest uh, we grew up listening to him i mean who didn't um yeah Load those, load those songs up, baby. I'm getting ready, baby. I'm getting the songs ready. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get sued by his estate. I, I think if you just play like a three second clip, I think that you can't get in too much trouble. All right, that's fair. So too much trouble. We, 
we, I mean, we're not making any money on this podcast, so right. Um, I don't know if they want to sue us. You can sue me for my um, baseball cards. I don't know. Yeah, you can have them, That's man. All I have. You can have all three thousand dollars worth of baseball cards that I have. <laughs> would you like to, Chris? Would you like to go first? You wrote down a lot of songs to choose from here. Yeah, I did. I wrote down nineteen songs, which I found out you wrote more than me. I started going through this thing and and stopped just because I got tired of looking through his catalog of songs. Yeah, it's just insane. Do you remember when this song came out with his sister? Is this Scream? This is Scream. This was one of the craziest things ever, the, and they had, like, the, the puffy... I remember the video on. pretty well. Yeah. 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 Stop pressuring me! Stop! By the way, I'm a huge Janet Jackson fan, and she is here on Saturday in Cincinnati. Is she really? Yeah. My wife has become the biggest Janet Jackson fan. She's been watching these things on, on the YouTube or the Netflix or or one of the one of the one of the things they got out there these days, the Who Flicks or the Who, or the Netlu. Oh, I'm gonna start using that one. <laughs> the Who, the Who Flicks or the Netlu. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix Prime and all those. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, all right. So let's you you let's kick this off. I wrote nineteen songs down. Let's kick it. Uh, in the I closet. didn't. I didn't do any. I did no, um, no Jackson Five stuff because even though Mike's the singer, right? I don't feel like that's MJ. It's it's MJ, but it's it's like it's like pre MJ. It's it's child MJ. I feel yeah. like there's there's Michael Jackson and then there's the Jackson Five Michael Jackson. I feel like they're two totally different cats. If we were if we were alive back then, can you imagine like this is a little kid with an amazing voice but a real high uh-huh. voice like thinking like what's going to happen when this kid grows up and his voice changes? He's not going to be that good, right? Yeah. He's not going to be Oh, wait a second. He got way better even though he was already one of the best yeah. performers in in the world and he got way better and became one of the best so you did not do Jackson 5? I didn't know Jackson 5 stuff. So should, should I just start saying the songs that I wrote down? Do we just start naming S- them? Tell me the name the full list of songs that you wrote down as possibilities for your Mount Rushmore. All right, so my possibilities for my Mount Rushmore, Thriller, Rock With You, Black or White, Billie Jean, Dangerous, Man in the Mirror, Remember the Time, Heal the World, Scream, Pretty Young Thing, PYT, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Smooth Criminal, Want to Be Starting Something, Beat It, Bad, Off the Wall, which was more the was more the album Off the Wall, right? Wasn't that the name of that album that had a bunch of good songs on it? I think it was, yeah, maybe his best album, yeah. And then The Girl Is Mine, Dirty Diana, which I didn't know that was the name of that song. I didn't know the name of that song. Because so I'm like, I'm like... So I would hit these little clips of them, like just to make sure I'm thinking. Of, I mean, obviously, ninety percent of them, you know. And some of them, I'd be like, I don't know. It's got to be one of the better ones. What? It, what? This is called Dirty Diana. I had no idea that's what that was called. Yeah. Uh, and the way you make me feel. Nice. Okay. What extras on there? Can you think of any extras that you 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 had twenty one? So it had to be like most of what I just said. Did you say bad? Of course, I said bad. Are you kidding me? Uh, shake your body down to the ground. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> did you say you are not alone? No, I didn't say that. How about baby be mine? No. 
How about that's not, oh, that's, I could kill us, but that's uh, the lady in my life? No, Eric, that's a lot. A lot of people like that. I, I just know. can't stop loving you. That's a good one. Uh, you said she's out of my life. You didn't say that one. No. Um, I feel like some I had the rest. Of, yeah, the rest of them you had. I mean, the, but I mean, you've got Thriller. You got Black or White. Billy Jean. Dangerous with with uh, Magic Johnson in the music video, <laughs> right? Uh, Man in the Mirror. Remember the time. Heal the world. Scream. Pyt. Don't stop till you get enough. Smooth criminal. Want to be starting something? Beat it. Bad. Uh, the way you make me feel. I feel like all of those. You say those, and you just ooh, you're just ready to. You hear the. <laughs> you hear the. Right. Do an impression of Chris Tucker. Doing an impression of Michael Jackson. Exactly. Right? Um, I yeah. You you think of these songs, and you you either hear like the beginning music or the first couple words or something. And you're like. Oh my God, that's such a good song. And then you think of the next one, like, oh my God, that one though. And mm-hmm. then the next one, you're kind of just doing that on down the list. Um, so how hard was it for you? Did you narrow it down from that to 10 <laughs> to eight? to 12? I didn't, but I can narrow it down. I can narrow this down. Let's narrow this down. I'm going to, so I'm going to almost cut it in half and go to 10. Okay. Let's go the way you make me feel. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Um, rock with you. Billy oh, Jean. Is not my lover. Is not. Uh, dangerous man in the mirror. That's five, right? Oh, geez. I'm starting with him. Let's go. Um, Want to be starting something? Bad. Yep. Off the wall. Uh, don't stop till you get enough. Jeez, old Pete's. I always liked Heal yeah, the World. Yeah, we're going to leave off. Huh? I, I, I mean, I could leave <laughs> off Scream or Heal the World. or Thr- I left Thriller off of both of these. Um I'm not a thriller guy. Like, I, it's not one of my favorite songs. But, like, heal the world. Oh, sure. Make it a better place. That is. Let me tell you. I without lo- a doubt. I lo- I'm put, I'm, okay, that's up there. And I love cool. heal the world. I didn't even put that on my list. That's how it's far insane, down I got. Right? And I'm like, I'm just going to leave good songs So, that's off the difference it. is that is so slow and melancholy and just like, ah, oh, there's it's just the, the other side, right? It's the other side. There's so many. And then you get, like, a Billy Jean or. Or, you know, the way you make me feel. And then there's Heal the World. And there's Black or White. And it's like, oh, my God, this is so difficult. All right, so I narrowed it down to 10. Can you narrow that down to I'm gonna go, five or six? Yeah, yeah. let's do this. Now what do you I, here we off? go. Here we go. Let's just do this. I think I've – I starred four. Here we go. And I didn't put Heal the World on my original star. I thought you were going to say I'm starting with the Man in the Mirror. Uh, that is – that's a star. Man got a star next to Man in the Mirror. When we were kids, that was uh, that was like one of the biggest songs that we all sang. I know everybody in my family. If you were at my house, we it was always Man in the Mirror. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm asking him to make a change. No, any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. <laughs> all right i want you to sing all four all, of your <laughs> all, all, right, all right all right and by the way i'm not doing that for mine, okay so. okay all right so man in the mirror i'm not singing all mine either um man in the mirror i put dangerous on there i loved oh. dangerous probably because of the very beginning when he's playing the music loud and dad's banging on his door and then he goes and blows dad out of the whole house 
I got something for you. What does he say? And he flips the tape around. Yeah. What does he say right there? Um, eat this. Yeah. Eat this. That's <laughs> so good. Magic Johnson is a pharaoh or something, I believe. Um, That's the thing. Not only are these songs amazing, he made small movies out of his. Every one of them. Now his his, his music videos are just as unbelievable as anything else that he has. Oh, man. There's no doubt about that. That guy's attention to detail. If you've never seen This Is It, uh, well, I'm sure I've asked you that before, documentary that was made when he was putting together his very last tour. It was going to be like a European tour, I think. Yeah. And before he died, he never went on tour, but he was like, they rehearsed and rehearsed. Oh, and rehearsed, yeah. And they made a documentary. And he was like passing thing. out on stage or something. Wasn't he like really, wasn't he like going oh, so know. hard that he would like pass out on stage? They didn't show any of that stuff, but it was like his attention to detail and he would stop and in like no it's like a like a 30 second of a of of a beat longer or something you know he was like really precise about that stuff yeah and he but he was like so he was like and he did a pretty good job of demanding like excellence from everybody else yes. but also being like and he would being you know, there for him yeah and he was he was you know kind of a almost like a hippie but he was like he was always like uh, it's all, all love and peace and, and feel love and yes. feel love in yes. the room and you know, that's like the way he would try to ease the tension when yeah. he had to say something to somebody um, so I also heard that Michael Jackson would like he didn't write all his songs right some of his songs were written by other people he wrote a lot a ton of them mm-hmm. but not all more written by him but when it would come to a beat for a song that he would he would basically start off and go in with whoever's producing and just be like, here's what I want to. And then he, and they would make a beat off of whatever sounds Mike was making. And that's how most of his music was made was off of Michael's beatboxing ability almost. And I'm telling you, especially like the beginnings of songs you remember so well, because mm-hmm. they, they start out and like really catch you immediately. Cause yes. the, the beat, just the music in, in general is so good. Absolutely. I totally agree. So you had man in the mirror. You had dangerous. Yes. Oh, those, sorry. 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 Your, sorry. Sorry. Those sorry. Are your sorry. First two. Yeah. Those are my first two. Um, Man in the Mirror. Dangerous is your is it top four? I I love. I started. I I, just, I think it was more the video. Okay. Yeah. This right here. This song right here. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Pyt's on my on my list. And the last star. So Man in the Mirror, Dangerous, Pyt. This is tough because, to be honest with you, I could go rock with you. I love rock with you. Mm-hmm. Heal the world, I said. Uh, beat it, bad. My Uncle Paul loved Beat It. <laughs> that was his song, dude. And off that bad, that was on the bad album, if I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Anyway, I could be wrong, but that bad album where he's like all in leather and it's the white background, That's a that was a pretty cool album. Um, uh, off the Wall. We already said that the girl is mine. I mean, God, mm-hmm. smooth Paul. criminal. Another beat that just yeah, so it's locked in. Don't stop till you get enough. The ones that really make you move is a, a, a person that that's how I that am. does not that refuses to dance that hates dancing. Yeah. If I if anything makes me move, nothing makes me actually move my body more than. 
all of these songs that we're talking about, especially those kind of more up-tempo ones that don't stop till you get enough, the want to be starting something, mm-hmm. those kind of things. I mean, it's just, they're just so, so, so good. So the very last song that is on my list, and this is, I told you about how I had, uh, it was the very, this is the very first 45 I ever had, and it's my all-time favorite Michael Jackson song. A pretty baby with high heels on. <laughs> the way you make me feel. Yes, Michael sir. Jackson's The Way You Make Me Feel is my favorite. And the music video is awesome because he's chasing this chick around, jumping in between, in and out of cars. Yeah. And he's like dry humping her as he's walking. And <laughs> it is. And this girl don't want nothing to do with him. And then he just starts weird dancing. But... God. <laughs> Dude, I could. I know. Oh, I, I want to start dancing right now. It, it makes you want to listen to the whole thing and sing along with it. That's it. All right, so that's my four. Uh, I'm I'm sticking with it because it's impossible. But that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go dangerous man in the mirror. And you know what? I actually I might take dangerous off. <laughs> did I talk you out of it? I think you Keep did. Dangerous. No, I'm going man, with man. heal the world because I really uh, love the whole free willy. Heal wasn't that free willy? Uh, that might have been. Yeah, I think that might have been. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. That was a good one too. That was like when I was getting into music. Both of those mm-hmm. songs were when I was really starting to first start loving music. Yeah, I'm going with "Heal the World." There's something about that, and "Scream" was awesome. I loved "Scream." That was a good. Like, again, that was an awesome beat. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with "Heal the World" just okay. because that's just so. Sometimes you just need to get in that. You know, like you said, Michael's all like, "Hey, peace, love, happiness, baby, just heal the world, man." So it's funny. I was going to start with the ones that we had in common because, by the way, incredibly, we had two in common. The, we all, did? All these, all of these. Still things. or was dangerous on yours or no. did you take it? Okay. All right. Uh, so I guess I'll just start there. PYT okay. and The Way You Make Me Feel were on mine. The Way You Make Me Feel is, that's my number one. And you know, when you go and you look up Michael Jackson's greatest hits and stuff like that, like The Way You Make Me Feel is not always towards the top of all his stuff. Yeah. But everybody I know loves the way you make me feel. To me, I love the way you make me feel. <laughs> uh, uh, likewise, to me, that one, like the way you make me feel, want to be starting something. Yeah. Don't stop till you get enough. Rock with you. Those are all kind of similar songs. Yep. Like the tempo, maybe. Um, that was that. That was that early '80s. That was early '80s, Michael. Right, '80 80 to '85, '86, '87. Yeah, I, a lot of those were later, probably yeah. from off the were from off the wall. Or yes. Thriller, the thriller, thriller album. Um, and yeah, I think those are the best ones. His first, his first few, probably his really his like third adult one his third solo right, one right. was i think was i think off the wall and that was 79. that was I, i'm pretty sure off the wall broke like a billion and then thriller mm, might have broken all of those all of those yeah. yeah uh so those two now going back to what you said about heal the world you know that i am a big ballad guy i'm a big slow jam guy i like the r&b stuff i, I like a slow you know uh uh feeling song about love or what that's usually what it is about and i so that's like that's probably my favorite kind of music in general so so having said that she's out of my life would be on almost no one's probably but 
That's maybe my number one. Wow. It's maybe, I think it might be the slowest song he sang. And he like almost, it, it, he, it almost sounds like he's crying through it. It's like a, it's a, it's a, I guess like a breakup song or something, but it's just so, yeah, give it a. I'm just going to fast forward a little bit. I like a little bit. Yeah. See, it's so, it's quiet. It's slow. He's just like. He still had an afro. Still had an afro. He was still, he was still brown. This was either on off the wall or, I think this was on off the wall. He's still brown. He's still a guy. He's still a man. <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely no, your kind of song. No dancing here. Nope. Yeah. Yep. This is very this, much. Yep. Uh, I think that's number one for me, honestly. Wow. And I just can't stop loving you. That's a great one, Paul with, McCartney. Uh, no, Saida Garrett. So oh, the girl no, is what's mine. What's the one that McCartney. he sings? My, the girl is yeah. mine. Also, uh, Ebony and Ivory. He does with Paul McCartney as well. Oh yeah. So Another what was what was song, what yeah. was the last one? This girl's I mine. Just, I just can't stop loving you. Oh, I just can't stop loving you. Yeah. And she's out, and she's out of my life. Pyt and the way you make me feel. Those are my four. Man, those are my four. Oh, 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 so I just can't stop loving you was off the bad album. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay, a little later. There's a little bad, right? There's bad. Mm-hmm. It, every song, every song he has starts so slow. Oh my god. This is where uh, he he started uh, getting a little more grease in his hair and lightening his skin a little bit more. Jerry curl juice, yeah. Yeah, a little Jerry curl juice and getting it straighter. God love Michael Jackson, buddy. We may get kicked off of whatever we're on. It's gonna be worth it. It is definitely gonna be worth it. So that so that's what we got. That's crazy. Ah, oh, that was fun. That was hard, but it was fun. It's just so nice to listen to Michael. It, you know, I go through phases where I listen to a, a ton of Michael for a while, and mm-hmm. then I listen to so much of it, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do yep, something else. It's time for to a go while. somewhere else. And I've I've been kind of off of it for a little bit. Um, whenever I hear one, like if I hear one on the radio or just happen to hear one somewhere, you're like, oh my god, yes. You never get tired of it. No. Um, but yeah, I, I might be listening to Michael for the next week. I'm. I'm telling you right now, after all this, the Thriller album had a t- Dude, <laughs> Thriller album is insane. <laughs> you go off the wall and Thriller back to back, you that's a that's a trip to West Virginia, man. Dude, there's no doubt about it. I I mean, <laughs> I bet the geez, old Pete. Yeah, it's a four hour trip. I gotta start going to Toledo now too. Oh wow. Oh, you feel that? Yes I do. Mm. Dude, that's we so good. We don't have to do this, but if you picked a next four, you're Joe Lenardi now, and you're going next four in or last four, next four out, whatever. Bad. Jamal. Jamal. By the way, Joe Lenardi. I'm going to go bad. Joe, Joe Lenardi, another great dancer, great singer. Oh, I totally agree with that. I'm going to go with bad. Uh, I love bad. Uh, beat it. I'll put beat it second. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with dangerous then. Sure. In there since I took it off. And then let's go. Ooh. I think I want to go want to be starting something. Breakdown. 
My next four would be one to be starting something. Human nature. Don't stop till you get enough. Human nature. The oh. lady in my life. Another. You're, you're another big slow. slow, man. I'm a big dude. slow. You guy. got all the slow big mics slow on. Um, all right, man. That is so good. I wish we had the authority to just start playing Michael Jackson in the background for all of time. Oh God. Do you remember, remember the time? The time. <laughs> there you go. You can almost say he has so many remember songs. The time. You can almost say anything and think of a Michael Jackson song. And go song into a that. Michael Jackson song. Yeah. That's funny. Oh man. Boy, I mean this is a week dude, of Remember the Time. That's a really good one too, dude. <laughs> it really is. Remember the time. It really is. He had so many hits. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. What was his last? I remember when Scream came out. And his it was la- like his last name was Jackson. I remember his last one. I remember when Scream came out and it was like, whoa, MJ's coming out with another. Like, man. Well, they came out with Michael, another album but, after he died. Too. I know, but Michael was getting a little crazy, you know. At that point, he was hanging babies off the edge, and his his Blanket. sister had gone through. His sister had gone through the whole uh, Justin Timberlake deal. I think oh. before that, and it was like. <clears throat> Or maybe she didn't. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't before that. Maybe it was after that. But either way, it was like, man, like Janet looks crazy. Her hair looks crazy. She's got like puffy stuff all over. She looks like she's in a, they all look like they're in a, uh, in a psych ward or something like that with rubber walls. And, and, and then he puts out another banger, dude. Janet Jackson might be in her sixties now. I would ask her to marry me today. If I met her, she she still sounds like Michael Michael Jackson when she talks. Yeah, they've they got that kinda, same kind of similar light voices. tone. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a week of all time greats because we are going from Michael Jackson. Here we are. Here we go to another unfortunately deceased <clears throat> great in his area of art, uh, and that is Norm Macdonald. Yes, with his special called Nothing Special, which was on Netflix. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, give it a shot. Uh, and and we are about to tell you what we thought about it. And uh, we are always open to, if you are listening to this, watching it on YouTube, listening to it wherever you listen to this thing, we're always open to hearing your opinions on anything we talk about on this thing, on our Mount Rushmore, our comedy thing, anything we talk about. If you've had the Reese's we, talk, we, we ate, Tell us how you feel about it. Tell us how you feel about us. If you hate us, send that message to Chris and let him know. Because um, I won't be. Why able not? To everybody it. else hates me. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, nobody hates you. Um, so we got to talk about Norm. Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. This is the special he did in his home. Uh, it was. It was when COVID started. COVID was going on. It was literally the day before he went to a doctor, a real big doctor's visit. It seemed like something I read. He had a, sur- a surgery. Oh, it was before surgery. Before the, surgery. The day before, yeah. So um, I love the. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So Norm McDonald, I'm just going to start with this. Well, I want to do this at the same time because I haven't rated it yet because I don't really. I'm, I'm having trouble with it. Okay. Norm McDonald needs an audience. Really? For his comedy. Really? I like I okay. I enjoy it, but like his awkward pauses and stuff, like that's usually when they're when people are like because t- it takes a lot of Norm's jokes, it takes a second for someone to kind of catch it and laugh, right? So those perfect pauses are just right and then he can go, ah, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And 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 I 
I missed that in this. I missed I laughed I laughed quite a few times, but sometimes I get more of a kick out of the fa- of hearing people laugh like get that later like oh that person was like me they didn't get it until now either you can hear the la- the delayed laugh and i don't know so this was tough dude this is a tough one for me because okay i'll i'll let you go first i i started with the mount rushmore no you got please no nope, no let's just talk about it what do you think about that we we always talk about expectations sometimes we go into to things with expectations knowing mm-hmm. that this was had no audience mm-hmm. and he just recorded this by himself at his home i thought it wasn't going to be very good a lot of, because i i figured it was going to be really weird without an audience no laughter that's a big part of it there's a give and take thing with comedians and the audience and it's part of your timing and that kind of I was so surprised at how much better this was than I thought it was going to be and Mm. how much I don't think he needs an audience. That's crazy. It's so funny that you say the exact opposite of what I thought. Yeah. I, I I watched, so I ended up watching this twice. The first time I was like, man, that's, that's pretty good. That was, that was good. It was way better (laughs) than I thought it was going to be. Um, some of his jokes made me, uh, there were the first time I watched it, I laughed really hard twice. Sure. And, and, you know, I laughed throughout, but yeah. really hard at like a couple of times. The second time I watched it, I laughed really hard, like six or eight times. Because you heard the come around. You heard the comebacks. You heard the, the cheese sandwich. I picked you heard, up. Yeah. You pick up those little, little things. things that he was doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and just some of the thing. I'm like, oh my God, that is really, really funny. And he does the most off the wall kind of jokes. They're not like a typical a lot of them aren't even like your your uh, misdirection jokes. You know, that's a big part of what makes stuff funny. Yeah. He does some of that, but a lot of it is just like really like uh, he, he he said something like, uh, you know, the Christopher Columbus came over and uh, murdered all these Indians and uh, Native, Native Americans. And uh, in hindsight, <laughs> hold on, sorry, I, I, I knew I was going to, gosh, we're, oh, in hindsight, I was way out of line, <laughs> way out of line. <laughs> and he just stops, just, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the joke. That's the joke. Just saying right. that it was way out of line. Yes. To kill and there's a, that's how why. most of his jokes are. <laughs> it's like obvious stupid, right? It's stupid obvious stuff where he's just, he'll say it and then he'll just be like, well, no, I shouldn't have been that way. Or, yeah. <laughs> his And his little things, His he says, you know, a lot, uh-huh. but in just the little subtle way, I don't know what it is. I, maybe I'm letting his death uh, make it better for me. I hope I'm not doing that. But what, for some reason. What did you think about the end? The six people talking yeah. about it? I mean, one of my favorite things I've ever watched. That was, First of all. I liked that better than I liked the comedy special. Did you, I'm yeah. a massive yeah. fan of all six of those people, especially yep. like four, three or four of them that are like on top of my comedy list. I loved, loved, loved that part of it. Loved it. But, it, I mean, the whole thing was so good. Like I said, the second time I watched it was even better. It, the first time I watched it, I wrote down 4.4. The second time I watched it, I wrote down 4.7. Wow. That's one of the highest. I, before I started this, I was thinking, like, I don't know. Do I give this, like, a 4 because of how difficult this is what and the difference of it and and i'm not just really there i don't know and then i stopped and i was gonna go lower 
I'll stick with a four. I'll stick there. I mean, it, I thought it was the the comedy special would have been good. It would have been a good comedy special. But it would have been better with an audience. I think it would have been better with an audience. I think he feeds a little better, right? I think he he his timing uh, slows down. I think I think he slows. And when I say that, I don't not like <laughs> Norm Macdonald talks with any kind of speed no, <laughs> at that's all. His, that's his pace all the time, right? Yeah. But but I'm talking about the in between before the next joke starts. You know what I mean? There be there be more of that getting the laughs out and people kind of giggling for a minute. And I don't know. I like it. I like I like Norm Macdonald better with an audience. I I still thought it was funny. I still laughed. The, uh, drinking milk thing and 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 then he goes what were we talking about oh yeah that's right <laughs> it goes on a total off, total tangent and then comes back to talking about sucking on his mom's breast for milk or whatever and i was like ah oh, see no that was funny like he did like that that was good right was like, and he can go off on a tangent and then next thing you know he's still got that cheese sandwich sitting in the in the parking lot at the y or the wmca or whatever it is <laughs> He got a phone call in the middle of it that he took. Yes. I believe that was a real phone call. I believe it was a real... F- I, 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 it, he definitely didn't hear the person because he held it up to his ear, <laughs> to his headphones. Like, yeah, I'm doing a comedy special. All right. Yeah. All right. I can't talk now on account of... He's always on account of... Yeah, on account of... <laughs> on account of I'm doing a comedy special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Norm MacDonald. He's a funny character. I love, I love Norm MacDonald. He is... I, my favorite story my favorite story actually came from I think David Spade told it maybe it was Adam Sandler or David Spade but they said uh, they're in a text group together they're on tour him those three and Rob Schneider and uh, I guess there were some other people on there too and he's they're talking about something and he just randomly said something to the effect of I'm the best comic out of everybody on this and everybody just kind of went yeah yeah. yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was Spade. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But I've... that's true because because of the way Norm McDonald handles pace and he handles timing and his wordplay or lack thereof in some cases, but uh, done on purpose. Mm-hmm. Every like they were talking about how intelligent he was, and yeah. it sounds like he's rambling, but every word he says is thought out, and and the fact that he did that whole thing. And never looked down at a piece of paper like he like he had that. Adam Sandler said at one point in time he told him, "Yeah, I, I think I got a good eight hours of uh, of, of stuff." And he would just switch. To- they'd be on on tour, and everybody does the same bit wherever they go. Right, that's their thing. They're working on that material, tweaking it, tweaking it, making it the best. And Norm Macdonald would just go up there and totally switch it up one day. This is a different hour I did you than yesterday. <clears throat> yeah, just yeah. do something totally different. That's amazing. <laughs> That that's the other thing is this was a little, maybe it was an hour and then plus the, the it was fifty two it was like fifty some minutes 50 plus something. the twenty minutes of yeah. them talking. Um, I feel like he probably got more jokes in because there wasn't the audience. He he had a little like just a couple second gap in between jokes where you could tell he went into a new joke. Yeah, but I feel like he he's waiting longer for for laughs to stop. Before he goes into a new joke, if yeah. there's an audience, there. that's what I like. I like that. I feel like when I'm listening to comedy, like to hear the laughter. I feel like for a comedian, that's the ultimate mm-hmm. buzz, right? The more that's coming, the better everything keeps coming out of them. The better they get. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 
Man, I yeah, I thought I, it was way better than I thought it was going to be to me. Um, so I gave it a four point seven. What do you think? I'll stay with four. Oh, you said four. I'll stick with a four. You said four. I'll stick with that. Do you? Even though you don't feel a four, is do you feel like <laughs> do you feel like the current godfather of comedy is David Letterman? Like he ran that whole thing. He ran the whole thing. Did he, you feel like he did? I feel like he ran the entire after part. He was asking other people questions about it about stuff he like ran it like it was his show i i I didn't watch the end of that the the end of it i was just listening to it on headphones and i was uh i was sitting there going like and because he was just like did anybody like pay attention to how he wrote stuff down or how he got his material or how he like he was starting a ton of questions and he was doing the Dave Letterman talk show thing, right? Creating the conversation. I feel like he is just the godfather of everything now. He could be. I mean, he has another another show on Netflix now. Um, oh, shoot. What's it called? Sam Murill had a set. Um, he has comedians on that, that, and they'll do 10 minutes or 15 minutes, and then they go over and sit with him, and they talk about it or whatever. They talk about them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I can't. No, I can't. It's just who Dave Letterman is. He's that's he can't get away from it. He can't get away from talk show. He he retired and immediately started doing more talk shows. Yeah, yep. And I like this one a little better than his first. I like the first one better too. Or I like the first one too. Oh, I love that the one he had with Dave Chappelle and Kanye and and Kim Kardashian and he the Jay Z's on one. Yep. Yep. Um, my next my next guest needs no introduction. I think was the first one, and then this last one is is more just for comics, but. Uh, yeah, I, I I love David Letterman. Um, but yeah, that was so cool. I feel like Dave Chappelle and Conan talked a lot uh, about their experiences with Norm. I thought yes, that was there cool. was yeah. Um, but yeah, and and of course those guys from SNL that that have known I, him for a million. years. A lot of those stories were more fun to me. Maybe it was because that was at the end. But like the stories of Dave Chappelle's, like he would do the, uh, uh, he would always have a different name, like. Like being a DJ or something like that, and he's like, "These guys have been around for 16 years. Give it up for the one-hit wonders or something like that." <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then like like David Spade talking about the uh, David Spade talking about going to dinner. Like he kept saying he wanted to go to dinner, and then he kept canceling. And he's like, "Is this a bit? Like nobody knows. Is he doing a bit with me right now? Yeah. This is kind of annoying, dude. Yeah. If I would have known he was sick, I would have been like, "Oh, okay, I get it." Right. I can't believe that he kept that from so many people. From everybody, that's in that's nobody so crazy. knew. Yeah. I mean, he looked a little, but you he's could, old too. He's getting older, so yeah. you don't know. You could tell, yeah. Looking at it, he wore a hat. He, yeah, I, I he, cover up all these gray hairs up here. Norm, you didn't have a single hair on your head when you <laughs> took them. I was gonna say, but we we knew that when we watched the special. So right. maybe he looked a little worse than I would have thought yeah. if I didn't know that or something. But anyway, um, I mean, I loved it. Really All right, that's good. All right, so, so now, so you picked both, so I got to pick both, don't I? Did I pick both? Oh, yeah, I mean, you did the Norm Macdonald and you did the Michael Jackson, so I've got to do the, and I'm sticking with that. I'm I'm gonna do. I got I got the first one ready to go. Right. So, um, the, the comedy. Yeah, the comedy. I've got the first one ready to go. I think I know it's gonna be. Yeah, it's brand new. Yeah. Uh, actually, it might not be what you think it is. Okay. It's not. It it may or may not be. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the Bill Burr. Yeah, that's what I thought. Live at Red Rock. That's what I hoped. Yes, 
hour and 22 minutes. This is another long one, fellas. Yes. I'm excited. So I mean, is this Dave Chappelle? This is a new one, too. What's in a name? Oh, this is a speech at Duke speech at Duke Ellington School of Arts. So uh, this is a I speech. I watched that. Yeah, I watched it. I don't know what that is. Um, yeah, this Bill Burr. I, it, it feels like, oh, my gosh, we're being spoiled with another. Because he, he just came out with the one that we watched a few weeks ago, the Presents Friends Who Kill. Bill yeah. Burr Presents Friends Who Kill. Um, but that was, I mean, he did a little material there, but he has a full hour that he just came out with again, which is very exciting. How about this, Snoop? Like, did you watch any more of these uh, comedy specials with like it's a, a whole bunch of people, <laughs> like Snoop Dogs effing around, and and uh, somebody else had one too, Pete Davidson Pete and Dave. the Friends. I, I watched Pete Davidson. I, I Pete gotta Davidson's, watch these yeah. too. I, I gotta see these too. Yeah, Christella Alonzo's got one. Mm-hmm. Oh man, she's yep. hilarious. Still, I mean, there's got so many to watch, dude. Absolutely, yep. But yep, I'm excited for another bit. By the way, sort of in the middle of a little bit of controversy now. That's Uh, my time. uh, David Letterman, that's my time. uh, This is the thing with all the with the comedians. Yeah, yeah. But I did you hear Bill Burr's thing from the last few days about the WNBA? No. (laughs) He went on this rant about the WNBA and. How, uh, where were all the feminists? You guys, they're the like the NBA, uh, pays for what <laughs> what the WNBA loses every year. And like, <laughs> this is a male subsidized league. Where are all the female, like, we gave you a league and nobody comes to it. And <laughs> where are all the feminists that were demanding that we get a, an equal league or whatever? And now they're not coming to game. I anyway, love every bit of I think of that. there's yeah I think people, some people are mad at him but yeah well it's gonna happen bud he's just telling the truth you know that's like the women's soccer and the men's soccer on the USA side right like women's soccer dominates mm-hmm. in the United States but somehow the men's soccer made more money that didn't make any sense right there was more advertising but we had this whole conversation yeah but in this case it's like alright well not all playing fields are equal there so let's let's try to uh stair course here and you know guys guys can play but don't be expecting to make you know when they were in there when they were in their bubble you know they were showing the food they were getting and it wasn't very good well yeah you know what you're not a billion dollar industry so yeah you gotta have more than an eight pound dumbbell and one of those orb balls you know for your workout <laughs> why <laughs> more, I mean, than a, that's more than a more that's than a, the hotel that they they could afford to put the put them up in, and that's yeah, what it is. You got to do better than a Howard Johnson and a Hungry Man TV dinner, you know. Yeah, but it's all they could afford anyway. <laughs> you I think they make I a hungry woman dinner? Because I feel like you better. I'll tell you that. I much. feel like you shouldn't be able to say that anymore. I feel like it, I feel like this is locker room talk if yeah. we talk about Hungry Man dinners. What women aren't hungry? Yeah. Huh? Uh, 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 women can't eat. What is it? You're saying women get fat and wait, and wait a minute. What are you saying? Uh, you saying you saying women that eat are overweight? Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah, my women that eat a lot are. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Can we just yeah? yeah. I, I'm putting this challenge out there. I will challenge any woman to an ice cream eating contest. I guarantee that I, I will can, eat more like more ice cream than any woman, just because. Men dominate ice cream eating. I mean, it's, men a, are it's better, a male dominated men are sport. Better at eating ice cream than women. Yeah, we're bigger. We're bigger, better eaters. Put me on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, really, the challenge is out there. 
challenges out there. Adam wants any woman to come after him mm-hmm. in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with ice cream. All right, we'll start with ice goes. cream. We'll start with ice cream, and we'll see how the second date goes. Cookies as well after that. There you go. <laughs> All right, we have Bilber. Uh, we need. I, I mean, I'll I'll take one of these if we want to. I'm fine wanna... with you taking one of these because I have okay. no idea what to do for Mount Rushmore, and you got a list. So, um, what was my? Let me find my list. It's a few weeks back. Let's go. Oh, you know what? We kind of did. Did we already do one? Well, I mean. Uh, do you have a specific light bulb that you like? Can we do a Mount Rushmore of light bulbs? Hold on. Uh, no, that's. No, LED. LED, done. done. <laughs> Number um, one. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yep, let's do, we are going to do, please tell me if th- we've done these. Okay. Let's do the Mount Rushmore of board games. Oh. Have we done that? I don't, yeah, maybe, but I like it. I'm in for it. Whatever it is, I'm going to come up with something different. We could do board games or we could do the Mount Rushmore of grades, meaning uh, first grade, second grade, third grade, your four, your top yeah, four. Yeah, because we did ages, but we didn't do grades. We didn't do grades. Yeah. Which one do you think? No, board, it's, board your, it's up grades. to you. I don't care. Um, let's try board games. I don't, right, board games it is. Yeah. Mount Rushmore of board games and, um, and Bill the Bill Burr, newest Bill Burr special live at Red Rock. Yeah, I've never been there. I heard the acoustics are amazing. It's like an outdoor place, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Nate Bargetsy did, was it the Tennessee Kid or Great America? Or the, maybe oh, was, his, that, was that there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I think cool. he did that there. Yeah, because the, the helicopters were flying by. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. I forgot about that. Right on. Cool. All I'm right. Excited. That sounds good to me. Man, we did pretty good on today, huh? Yeah. Well, still an hour and a half. That's not bad. All right. All right. So, uh, and then we got Reese's coming up next week. Mm-hmm. No idea what kind of sports we'll talk about because there's no NFL. Major League Baseball uh, is still here. We can figure something out with that. Um, NBA is go- done. Tell you what, I'm going to a concert Saturday. Yes. Um, I might have something from that. Is it I, Janet Jackson? It's not. It's it's Boys <laughs> to Men. Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Your dad's going then. My dad's going. We got. There's no way that you go to a concert, a Chicago concert, without your dad. Right. We got tickets. I don't. I don't even know how we got the tickets. I was told we have tickets for the Chicago concert, and so I'm going. And uh, I'm going to show up late because we've got a game, a late game, in the Smith League. And anyway, doing that. But uh, and I did. You know, I I'd miss the Earth, Wind, and Fire concert I was supposed to go to because because Carlos Santana is. 176 years old and he has to take some time off that's going to be postponed that'll mm-hmm. be rescheduled uh but chicago's coming this is the cincinnati music festival is this weekend and oh. i was just yesterday looked at the lineup it's for three days thursday friday saturday and friday and saturday i wish i could go to both what's They're, friday friday my favorite is tony 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 is oh, yeah. here and like anthony hamilton and i uh, uh, um, Charlie Wilson, I think, um, and like th- th- two or three other people on that show. Saturday is Janet Jackson, the OJs, who I love, and then th- three other people there that I can't think of now either. I mean, I would just love to see those. Uh, 
And then in October, another big R&B thing with a whole bunch of people were coming. Tevin Campbell's coming and Monica and... Man, Monica's going to be... I think somebody Monica. told me something about... So there's somebody coming with Monica. That's going to be like a big concert. There's Oh, it's like uh, like six people or something like that. Yeah. Like six people from the 80s or 90s. Um, 90s. Yeah. I want to... I wanna, now I need to know who all's with her for this. Uh, Heritage Bank, Monica. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Tevin Campbell, Drew Hill, Tony Braxton, one twelve, and next. Love Tony Braxton. That's insane. Yeah. In Monica, that's a Monica concert. And oh no, it's just the, it's not like Tony Braxton. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Tamar Braxton. <laughs> Tamar Braxton. I was like, how's that's that's she should be leading the show. <laughs> did did <yeah. laughs> she should be the headliner? But you've seen that Braxton. There's like a hundred Braxton. Did Tony Braxton get a change and become a man? And his name called him Tamar now. I I think Tamar's a woman. Okay. I'm kidding. I have no idea, but I know that there's a bunch of those Braxtons, and they had a show on E or something there for a while, and oh. they all look alike. They all look like Tony Braxton. I love Every Tony Braxton. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I ever saw that show. Yep. There are so many shows like that now. I just don't even pay attention. Yep. Oh boy. All right, man. That good music good. episode. Yeah, that was a really good music episode. I'm gonna be on a Michael Jackson uh, high for a while now. Same. Yeah. I'm going. I'm, I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind that that uh, the way you make me feel should take us out of this thing, right? Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, but the the idea. only problem is is how far and how much can we actually play before we get in any kind of uh, trouble through? You know what I think you should somebody. do. What's just that? just take that finger and zip it to like somewhere in the middle, and whatever plays for like three or four seconds, that's the, that's the way it goes. I, I that's think the, that's the way it makes me feel. That's the way. Uh, you know what? If that's the way it makes you feel, then I feel like we should make it feel that way, right? Yeah. The only problem that you have when you do this through YouTube is that sometimes you have to wait for a 14-second ad to get over. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, Boy, we're one of these days we're going to hire a producer that's just going to run all this stuff. It's just going to be tip-top, and we're just going to – I mean, you are you this are the, the producer, and it's the dance off. <gasps> no, what did I do? What did I do? There it is. It didn't like the way you were making it feel. Wait, hold on a second. All right, you ready? You ready to sign this thing off? Let's do it. Don't. When you're, oh, what? Shoot. No, what did you I was saying? gonna say when you're driving at night. <laughs> when you're driving at night, don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs> <laughs>